this is shit, shit on the table. All right. Let's get into it. I know. It's after the holidays-ish. We still have New Year's, which I'm super I'm excited. But tonight's brought to you by Coquito, which is a Puerto Rican eggnog. And I made mine vegan because I don't eat dairy products. So I'm not down with egg egg drinks anyway. So Yeah, you're supposed to add an egg for thickness in the traditional I, style. I've but. never been a fan of eggs and drinks, so yeah, it's cool. Even the traditional is really good, but I have to say mine is pretty fucking bomb. Yeah. The egg substitute in this happens to be chia seeds and water. I like chia seeds. And it it's only like a tablespoon of chia seeds and three tablespoons of water and it at it's like a egg white consistency. And then you blend it up and you don't even know. Mmm. Delicious. Really cool. It is delicious. Love it. For you vegans out there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's a good egg substitute. Yeah. But, um, so yeah, how were your holidays? Any anything fun? Um Or did you want me to go first? Did you have a way of segueing into anything? No. Okay, cool. Then you No, go. I was just gonna mention like um when I was working my corp job, it was a nightmare. Well, that was really rude. (laughs) (laughs) It was a nightmare, and it burnt me out so bad because, again, when you're working for someone, you're not in control of, like, the daily situation. Mm -hmm. And so it's, like, a bunch of groomers at one time, a bunch of dogs at one time, and, you know, they're not coordinated. It's not... Not that they don't... I mean, again, it's not like... You just have an influx of different kind of dogs, and, you know, they're not naturally prepared. It's not dogs that you're familiar with, that I'm personally familiar with, so it was dogs that didn't have their vaccinations, or sometimes didn't show up and care less to call to cancel, so, like, I'm taking in more dogs, because there's tons of phone calls for the last minute, Mm -hmm. weekend before Christmas. They're like, can we get in? Yeah, yeah, you can, but it, you know, it screws with your time, so, of course, it was one of those days where it's like, I'm not going to the bathroom when I need to go to the bathroom, I'm barely getting my breaks in, if I get a break, which I didn't get a break on Saturday, so it just, it was a nightmare, and then Sunday, my day that I schedule, I scheduled it perfectly, but it was a busy day for myself. Yeah. So when Monday it's strategic though, yeah, you don't, you're not putting hard dogs on top of hard dogs. You're no. kind of yeah. I knew like I knew what I was getting myself into. Most of my dogs were pre-scheduled, and anybody who called in called in the day before or called in a couple days before, so I could fit them in accordingly. Mm-hmm. So I could do it, but it sucked because the weekend at Corp killed me so much that when Monday, a money day for myself, came around, I was so exhausted that I got sick from exhaustion. Yeah. And it was literally a 24-hour bug. But I called out of work. (laughs) I canceled my dogs for that day. And I haven't canceled since I was going into labor with my daughter a year ago, more than a year ago. So it was kind of like... I don't know how... Were Were they okay? Of course they were. They were perfectly fine, you know, very uh, willing... Wishing me well to get better, but it was one of those kind of things where in my mind, you know, you're, you're trying to teach me, like, I can't please everybody. It's mm-hmm. okay to say no. It's okay to 
have vices and kind of work through them because people are a little bit more understanding. Like, I don't, it doesn't register with me. Yeah. So I push myself, obviously we've seen that, um, to a point where I shouldn't have. Yeah. And, you know, Sunday night I couldn't sleep because I was in so much pain. Yeah. So when Monday rolled around, I'm like, I'm sorry, guys. I, t- I took an L. And yeah. It hurt my soul a little bit, but I, you know, I don't regret it. I mean, I regret not getting the money for myself, but Mm -hmm. is it worth it? Is it worth it fucking up? Yeah. You know, no. Because I had, I had scheduled a bunch of big dogs, senior big dogs that need their time. Yeah. And then I had a really nasty dog, my Milo, my Lhasa. I can't even believe you still do that dog. I know. (laughs) That thing is like a death trap on four legs. Yeah, it's my only one right now. I've I've weeded out all my bad dogs. I got rid of mine. My last aggressive dog, I said no more. Yeah, no, you know what? She's 12 now, so... She still has like five years left. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know what's going on, but... So I don't, so I, I, I knew I couldn't in any, I wasn't in any shape to deal with, you know, yeah. very senior large dogs and a demon. So yeah, I was like, all right. I hate those it. days where you wake up the next morning and just like every bone. Cause it's not like a, a muscle pain. At least for me, it's not, it's like joint pain it, and exhaustion was, it was it wasn't not yeah it was the joint pain but it was also the muscle pain i had like sinuses and congestion i couldn't sleep because i couldn't breathe at night yeah because it was just all of it it wasn't like i was hitting a wall it was like the wall fell on me and i'm yeah. like yeah okay mm-hmm. <laughs> you know i was worried like my heart was going crazy too like i was having palpitations and i was like fuck am i having not a heart attack, but, like, do I need to go to the hospital? You know, yeah. that's why I was getting scared. I was freaking myself out, and I was like, I'm yeah. just not going to work. So I no, probably made the right choice. Oh, I guarantee I did. But it was <laughs> it, it was rough. Yeah. And, and it sucks being out of that game. Like, at one point in time, it was, oh, I felt so cool kind of, like, being in that game. But now, like, I look back at it, and it's like, I yeah, I just I slept through my early 20s for most of it. I know, there was that epic picture of you planking on your old couch because Harvey came in one day and you were passed out in full gear. In all my clothes, my all work your clothes, clothes and your jacket. My shoes. Face down. Face down. Arms completely straight by my side and with every single animal laying on top of me. I know. Like, oh, they're sympathetic, but are they? Right, and I was just, pa- like, passed out. Yeah. Like, he had, I was going through his pictures... Um, a couple days ago on Facebook, and he had way too many pictures of me sleeping in my early twenties. Mm-hmm. Like way too many, and majority of them were me in work clothes. And then there was one where I was passed out at his one of his concerts. Oh yeah, that one was great. <laughs> like, but it's true. You're just like when you're a power groomer, you do like. It's I honestly believe. I'm not saying that power groomers are not, like, a large quantity of us groomers. I'm just saying the ones who can muscle being a power groomer for their entire career are very few and far between. Just because it's just, it takes such a physical toll, and not everybody has the body for it, the mentality for it, and I definitely don't. I don't anymore. Yeah. So, doing, like, 
a billion dogs a day, answering the phones, um, taking dogs at odd times, not taking my breaks. Like, I remember when I had to do that, and then I didn't do that for a while because I didn't have to. Yeah. And now that I have to do it again, it's just like, I am not built for it. So no, Your body is not accustomed to that feeling anymore. No, it's it was a big reality check. Um, so we'll see. And it just shows, like, how much corporate, like, uses you. Yeah. But then, you know, you, but we then do you it also, to ourselves. Yeah, but then you got to keep in mind, like, maybe I should just shut up or, like, it's not like I should shut up and, like, just sit back and take it, but it's, like, maybe I shouldn't take it, you know? Like, yeah. I, I probably could say something, like, oh, I can't do that. And then dogs, you become or, I'm that tired. groomer that everybody hates that we, we had, remember, we had that one groomer in our salon that would say no after five dogs. She'd always say no, book fake dogs, blah, blah, blah. And we were always, like, why can't she just pick up the slack? Right. And now we're, like... I understand why she didn't want to pick up the slack. Because she didn't want to get burnt out. Yep. Sorry for hating on you, girl. I know. If you watch, or listen, if watch. You, <laughs> if you watch us. Yeah, you watch us. <laughs> um, but yeah, so like now I completely understand, and I'll definitely be that groomer that'd be like, no. Oh, well, I can't, I don't even know how to book fake docs, because it's all online now. But I wouldn't be doing that anyway. I, I'm a very honest person, so I'd be like. No, but we could say. No, I don't want to do eight dogs. Yeah, and you know what? It's I've even said I can't do more than one big dog a day. But, you know, a lot of it's out of your control, and I get stuck with, like, five big dogs. And even if they're bath dogs, they're, I mean, they're still heavy. Do you and know what that groomer would have done? She would have said, I'm not doing it. <laughs> I had, I told you I could only do one, so I don't know what you're going to do. With the others. I know. And guess who would always get screwed? Her bitchiness is so amazing now that I'm older. I know. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, because she would have. She would have been like, no, I told you. And then you know what would have happened? They probably would have made her do it. And then she would have went to the doctor and got a fucking doctor's note. Oh, yeah. She's crafty. She is crafty. Damn. I wish I, like... I never really hated on her as much as everybody else did. I, I always, did. I always got, well, you were a bitch, but I always got along <laughs> with everybody. Yeah. Um, there was only one time I yelled at her, but it's because she, she said something stupid to another groomer, and those two, like, were always going at it, and I had to say something, because it was just unnecessary. Yeah. But that was really it. Otherwise, now that I look back, I'm like, just let her do her, you know? Yeah. Nobody else has the business to say anything. Mm-hmm. You don't have to pick up the slack, but everybody felt that they had to. Yes. It was just this weird like, well, culture. Are, yeah. Well, if I could tell you exactly what it is, is, well, why am I working so hard? And, like, she isn't. Yeah. And it's like, well, that's not fair, because I have, man, the managers have an expectation for me, but the expectation... It was very much a sibling rivalry. Now that I'm saying it out loud, it was yeah. very childish and very, like, just... They just had high expectations for you because that's, yeah. that's that. That's yeah. that. And, like, oh, we'll just give it to Vanessa. And it's so funny because you guys went to Academy together, right? No. Or right around the same time? I went first because she turned it down. Oh, okay. And then she went the next one I believe so you guys were close as far as career wise we got hired four days apart yeah and it's true though she never 
Well, okay. I, you look back and she's actually a fucking good groomer if you think about it. Yeah. She never had incidences. She never cut dogs. I mean, when I was there, she never she cut dogs. She did a couple times, but I will be honest and say it was not nearly as much as I did. Yeah, and then she was never really, like, physical with the dogs because she didn't tolerate it. She was uh, just like, I'm not doing this dog. Not true either. When she first started, she was a little feisty. Not, like, horrible. Yeah. It was just, like, more arguing with the dog and being like... Oh, yeah. No, I saw that. Always having every single apparatus on every single dog. But then we just talked about that. Is it a bad thing? Is it a bad thing? She's she's cussing out the dog, but she's not physically hurting the dog. Well, she would get frustrated. Okay, so when you groom a dog's head, do you allow the dog to sit down? Yeah, sometimes. She would not. She wanted the dog to stand while she did the head and would get frustrated when it would go to stand up. So then she would just hoist the dog up to do the head. Yeah. I think um, that stopped. I think she just kind of figured out, okay. You know, she wanted the dog to work with her instead of working with the dog. Oh, I guess that takes time, though. It does. Everybody learns at their own pace. Yeah. But she did blossom into a better groomer. and But she went, like, at a slower pace than I did, as in, like, growing. Yeah. Whereas me, I was just like, I don't know, I feel like I had this expectation. Yeah, well, you did. Everybody had that on you, so. I mean, it was a little hard on you, but that's how it was. It was. Yeah. Like, I was doing dogs that I shouldn't have done in the beginning. I was, too, and I'm still stuck with them. (laughs) Well, no, like, there was one dog, hyper puppy, matted to the bone, and, like, this was when I was still doing my numbers, I think. Yeah. Oops. And... I hate to admit it, but I cut the dog like ten times, like little nicks. Yeah, but not you can like s- huge cuts, like scrapes. Yeah, and because the dog was jumping all over the place, the it was matted to the bone. I was using a ten, and um, you can just see where you dug a little deeper. Yeah, yeah, and trying to like contain this dog, <laughs> and I stopped and I said, I don't think I should be doing this dog, and they said, No, you're fine. Yeah. And then when they started counting, because they found, I, I was like, oh shit, you know, I cut the scrotum because it was an unaltered dog. Yeah. And the dog was completely matted. And I cut it and I was like, fuck. So then I let the manager know. And then she started just counting. <laughs> and I was like, I told you I didn't want to do this dog. I didn't feel comfortable. Yeah. This is way out of my, you know, range right now. So I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> like, I felt horrible. I still yeah. feel horrible. But it happens, you know, I haven't cut a dog in years now that I say that. (laughs) (laughs) It happens. But well, how was your week? My week was good. Oh, wait, you took a mini vacation. I did. I'm still on vacation till um, I go back to work on the second. It's smart. In hindsight, that's like really smart. Yeah, because it's slow after the holidays and then you're off for New Year's and New Year's. New Year's Day, yeah. New Year's Eve, New Year's Day, you're off. And so it's like, I would only, if I didn't work my days, my original days off, I would have only worked like two days. So yeah. I was like, fuck it. I'll be off. And it feels great. <laughs> but, um, but there was a groomer friend in town, you know, she came into town and she brought another groomer friend and... It was a lot of fun. We went downtown, partied. Cool. Yeah. It was really good. 
It was a really good time. I always love meeting new groomer friends. Yeah. So that was... And then we partied the night... So, okay, so I partied Saturday. That didn't help my situation either. I'm not going to lie. because Because I still worked the next day on Sunday. I know. I mean, I scheduled it so it was a little bit later in time and... I mean, I, know. I got home around 2, but I still had to work at 11. I know. So that didn't help, you know. Yeah. So I know. That was my bad, but it's honestly so hard for me to be able to get out. So I was yeah. like, I'm taking this opportunity. And that was fun, so. Yeah. So I went out Saturday. Lots of drinking. We didn't get home until, like, I didn't get home until, like, 2.30 that night. Went out Sunday. I didn't get home until 4 a.m. And I had tons of errands. I had to do, like, my own appointments for myself. Yeah. And then Monday, I took a break. Oh, okay. Yeah. Backtrack. So I recovered for Sunday day, then went out Sunday night, didn't get home until 4 a.m. Monday morning. Yeah. Slept three hours because I had an appointment at 9 a.m. And then I had tons of other appointments to do. So that was my break, my non-drinking break. Then Christmas Eve, which was Tuesday... We went out, was drinking with the in-laws. Didn't get home until 2 in the morning. And then had to turn around and be at my parents' house super early in the morning for Christmas. We did presents, breakfast. And then that night we partied and didn't get home until 2 in the morning. People are going to start emailing you. I a- know. A- a- I swear, and I'm drinking tonight. What the fuck? This is my night to drink, though. Podcasting yeah. night is my night to drink. Heck yes. <laughs> so that was kind of like how I started off my, uh, I started my vacation with a blast. That's a great. That's cool. Yeah. You're young. You can do that. Fuck no, I can't. <laughs> Dude, I was so dead. My liver literally hurt so bad. Like, don't put another drink in me. And I was like, it's one more day. Just hang in there. Hang in there. It's one more day. <laughs> I almost spit out my cookie dough. <laughs> it was rough. And I'm like, God, I can't do this anymore. Yeah. Life it's, of a groomer, man. It's so hard. But my grooming week, I fire, I blocked. I didn't even fire them. I blocked two people. Because they canceled the week before Christmas. Yeah. That was my booked solid week. I was turning people away, and they canceled their appointments, not within the 48 hours that I asked, Yeah. but literally the day before. Mm-hmm. And one of them was new, and it took us an hour to make that fucking appointment, and she was like, no, thank you, the day before her appointment, so I blocked her, because Mogo should not have given me that power, because I am <laughs> petty as fuck. <laughs> I just said thanks, and then I blocked her. And then there was another one. She's been giving me some problems lately mm-hmm. for the past couple months. Yeah. And she canceled the day before her appointment. So I didn't even say anything. I just fucking blocked her. Yeah. So they're no longer. They cannot contact me through Mogo. They can contact me through my regular business line. You can block them through your business I can, line too. Yeah. So. But I don't think either one of them are going to be contacting me. That's good. So. And then that was it. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. So, I went from having six to seven dogs for the week every day to about five to six dogs. That's still really good for mobile. I mean, that's still a lot of work. It is. It was very tiring. Very tiring. Get it. (laughs) (laughs) But, yeah. So, um, yeah. So, let's talk about something that is kind of, like, 
it's another controversial topic. It is. And you had mentioned it again today about yeah. turning dogs away because of vaccinations. Yeah. In a corporate environment, you have to, uh, in Las Vegas, you have to have rabies vaccination. Now, per, from my understanding, now this mm-hmm. could be... This is a this could be alleged, but per my understanding, in the state of Nevada, in the city of Las Vegas, mm-hmm. animal control requires you to make sure that every dog coming into your salon has a rabies vaccination. Yeah. Some people have said that that you have to have. We personally have to have physical proof, or we can be fined. So um, that's another controversy in itself because, yeah. So what do you think about vaccines? Um, I'm probably going to get shit for it, but I don't ask for them. I do have some things stating in my um, contract yeah. that their dog has to be vaccinated and that I recommend all vaccines. Yeah. But I do not ask for any proof. But what I have found is that if they are questioning me about vaccinations, their dog most likely doesn't have vaccinations. Yeah. So then I usually just turn them away. But I don't even take I'm going to get so much shit, too. I I guarantee it. (laughs) Yeah. I don't even take my chances with aggressive dogs. So I haven't had a need to have vaccines. Yeah. And I do, you know, with being mobile, you kind of get the dogs that can't have vaccines anyways, yeah. or seniors. They can't be around other animals, like mm-hmm. in a... In a huge, like a salon. You know, yes, the salons that I have worked for have segregated the animals within their own kennel, but there's still more contact with the other animals than a yeah. mobile environment. Where they're just kind of picked up and mm-hmm. done straight through. Yeah. So I do not ask for proof of vaccines so i'm probably gonna get more shit too so in the beginning i asked for proof of vaccines Mm -hmm. um but again i have a contract stating that by law it's their responsibility to have the dogs have a rabies vaccination Mm -hmm. and it does state that i do encourage all vaccines because they're in an environment it also states that i am not responsible (laughs) for you know I'm not responsible for, like, just ailments that dogs can get anywhere. You know what I mean? Yeah, because it's so hard. Because distemper is what? It's um, airborne. So. They can get it. They can get it walking out of your salon. They can yeah. get it. Yeah. And anywhere. It, and it lives in the soil for up to seven years. That's parvo. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm thinking distemper. Parvo vaccine. So yeah. That, yeah. But the parvo. Yeah. Parvo is, like, in your. It's everywhere. And it lives forever. Yeah. So. Um, so it's still, it's their responsibility to have their dogs vaccinated. I have had dogs that have like health issues where they cannot get vaccines. I do a Mm -hmm. lot of senior dogs that cannot get vaccines anymore. So that's the risk that I take. But I mentioned that like, you guys are still responsible for that. So we both keep a pretty clean environment. We're constantly disinfecting. None of the dogs are interacting with each other. I'm always doing just one dog at a time or one family at a time. So there's no contact. I disinfect in between. Yeah. Yeah. And even in a corporate setting. So, like, there's this thing with lice. And for some reason, people think that other salons are being infested with lice. And I'm like, well, I mean, 
if it's like a really gnarly salon, I could see that. But in a corporate environment, we have to disinfect between every fucking dog. Mm-hmm. Right? And we have like this intense um, disinfectant um, thing that kills everything. And um, yeah, it's just you're not interacting with other animals. They're not rubbing up on other animals. Mm-hmm. Nothing can jump out on them. I mean, if it's like a gnarly salon, I could see if they're in a kennel that's been you know, infested, but it's just... Well, because with lice, they don't, they're really slow, so they have to be rolled on to, sat on. They have to be rubbing up against bushes. Yeah, rubbing up against something that has lice on it. Yeah. So if that dog goes into a kennel that hasn't been disinfected and the dog had lice, and then you put another dog in there, then that dog has a high chance of getting lice. For sure, for sure. But I... I don't know when, I, or they're blowing the lice because yeah, you know even yeah. kennel dryers. Might yeah, for blow sure. Lice. It's just it's one of those kind of concepts that it's hard for me to see because of the way I clean. Yeah, knocking on wood, I have not had any cross contamination. Neither have I. Um, I've had one dog that is constantly getting contaminated, but it's because of the dog park that he goes to. Yeah. Plain and simple. And I mm-hmm. let him go home every time. Yeah. So if they have even like a <clears throat> runny nose and it's not something common for that dog, because some dogs just have seasonal allergies, you know, and, and it's a clear mucus, usually it's fine because it's could be that time of year. But if it's green and chunky. Well, I'm doing dogs on death door, so. The, if, like I said, if it's not common for that dog. Oh, yeah. Then it could be a cold. <laughs> And they should go home. Because, yeah. yeah, no, I do a senior, too, that when I first saw the senior, it was a little chunky around. And I was like, is that normal? And she says, yes. Yeah, I She's- have a dog that has, like, a, an a, like an allergy attack mm-hmm. every time I take him out of the bathtub. And I'm recording the whole time because I, I text them, like, oh, so he has to he take dies? his break. Well, yeah, he's he's 14 years old, Yorkie. Jesus. So, like, I make sure that they're aware of it. But I don't think they understand that maybe they should start, like, because he's, get, he's getting to the point where... Yeah, he's literally awake one hour out of the day, and that is to eat his chicken. <laughs> oh my god, they need to have a serious conversation. Yeah, I think it's at that time where I have to have a serious conversation where they need to start at least being yeah. close by or around, because he's probably not going to survive many more grooms. If yeah. he's yeah, he's a cool dog too. His name is Pop Tart. Oh yeah, that's the dog that I was supposed to groom for you, and then it broke its leg. And no, then- it. It's paw pad was gored by a stick. Oh. A, the stick went through its paw pad. Jesus Christ, what was it doing? What happened? I don't know. These things happen to that. I swear to God, like, they'll make an appointment and then they'll call and cancel because he just wasn't feeling good. Like, he's he's old. Yeah, but old he's, and getting speared in the paw are two different things. He's just, a, like, he thinks he's a hardy dog. So that one hour a day that he perks up, he's just like fucking partying he's in the a backyard. Man, he's just out there. Oh my god! Yeah, they're telling me he's wild, and I'm thinking in my head, "Are you kidding me?" Because they act so fragile when they get groomed, and then because it was 
Same thing with oatmeal. Yeah. She'd act like she was dying and it would be stressing me out and I would be crying in the trailer. Yeah. And then I'd put her down after being done inside and she'd go and fucking launch off the couch. That's exactly how Pop-Tart is. And I'm like, (laughs) so I have to record the whole session because just in case, like, I don't know. And then I send it to the parents and they're like, yeah, he does that. And I'm like, oh my God. He stresses me out. But his personality is super sweet and I love the parents and they do know everything like, he's an old dog, and... So, this what you said is, oh, reminded me of something. And it was a new client on my last week. Yeah. And it was a Pomeranian. Okay. He told me about one leg that he had been favoring. Uh-huh. So, I was like, cool. That's fine. That's fine. Thank you for telling me. Yeah. Yeah. yeah awesome. So, then... I put the dog in the tub after doing the nails, and I was holding him in a certain way. He's really tiny. And... Then he's, like, literally won't put the other leg down. And I'm like, what the fuck is happening? Like, this is a new client. Rich fucking people. Yeah. Like, I'm about to be sued. Like, I see my business's life flash before my eyes. It's scary because when you're doing, like... Yeah, I'm like, I don't want these people to think I'm abusing their dog. Right. Because it's yeah. the opposite leg, not the one that they told me about. Yeah. So then I'm like, well, maybe it's a luxating patella. And I'm, like, I'm massaging it, and I'm like, fuck, it won't, like... I'm not feeling anything. Maybe he got stuck. Yeah, I'm like, what the fuck is happening? So then I'm texting the owner, being like, hey, does your dog have a luxating patella on the other leg? Nobody's responding. So then I find out that I don't have the husband's number. Um, I have the wife's number, and she's at work. And so I'm, like, kind of, like, stressing out and kind of perturbed by that, that I don't have the information of the person. Yeah. So... I'm, like, stressing out, like, holy fucking shit. Like, do I just stop grooming? It's freezing outside. I don't want to take this little dog out in the cold wet, you know? So I'm, like, shitting myself. And, like, I'm feeling, like, well, this... I might be, like, totally overreacting. It's better to overreact than under. Exactly. But in this day and age, for grooming, it's any little thing, even if they came in with it, Sometimes the owners are trying to play it off, like, oh, no, you did something. Yeah. So then I finally have my assistant get a hold of the dad, and he comes in to the trailer, and he goes, oh, yeah, he has a luxating patel on that leg, too. We just yank it out. (gasps) And I was like, well, I won't be yanking, but I'll make sure to just take it slow. And I'm like, I had no idea. You know, I just thought it was the one leg. Yeah. And he's like, no, it's both. Why the fuck wouldn't you tell me that? Right? (laughs) So I was stressing out, literally sweating over this dog. It happens. We were just massaging your... I was just petting your dog, and I'm like, what is this? This gland seems (laughs) kind of swollen. So, I mean, it's better to overreact than underreact. Yeah. You know. But it was just so stupid. So... I was so mad. So, yeah, I'm not sure entirely, because, I mean, we have... We get a pamphlet from Animal Control. Um, We must, you know what I mean? It's still the owner's responsibility. All owners are required by law to have a rabies vaccination Mm -hmm. or a note from the vet for whatever reason. Yeah, a signed note from a veterinarian stating that their dog can no longer have vaccines due to. Yeah. I have a chihuahua that comes in, and the daddy almost lost a chihuahua because of the rabies vaccination. She had an allergic reaction to it. Mm -mm. So he doesn't give the daughter, because he also has the daughter, um, vaccines, or or just the rabies. Like, they'll do 
vaccines every couple of years because they live in an apartment. And I'm like, ooh. But it kind of, you know. It's just the whole, so there's new It's evidence. also, they're very, really little dogs. Yeah. There's new evidence coming to light that veterinarians are advocating for is that vaccines are kind of like ours. They last. They mm-hmm. last a lot longer than what the what people are saying in that we completely over vaccinate our dogs in that there's no like if you've had constant or concurrent vaccines for 10 years you probably never ever no they say three years i believe is the number if you vaccinate for three years then usually you're fine after that yeah but they're saying and then there's no regulation not i shouldn't say there's no regulation but there's no difference in the amount of vaccines that are given to yeah. a Great Dane, to Versus a Chihuahua. Yeah, and There's then no... it's also confusing for us because it's different between states. Like, here we have a one-year and a three-year, mm-hmm. which is... But they're the same vaccine, so it makes me yeah, confused. Yeah, and the same amount. Yeah. And it's just because... Like, if it was, like, a microdose, I can understand a year, and then, yeah. like, you're building up immunities, and then you go for the three-year dose as a booster. It's just it's a money grab. Probably. And that they're linking to a lot of problems that dogs are having now yeah. to the vaccines. I'm not an anti-vaxxer. I'm definitely not an anti-vaxxer, so don't... <laughs> don't I come am, for me. Right, exactly. I believe in the vaccines, Yeah. but I don't believe that we need to over-vax. Especially if it's harming the dogs. Yes, and that's what their theory is, is that it's causing problems. Besides, because I honestly, people are not vaccinating the vaccines that they should be getting as much. The Bordetella, especially out here, they should be getting the Bordetella more often if they're especially around a lot of other dogs. Yeah. And... I get it for... No, I shouldn't even say I get it for daycares. What they should be able to do is recognize titer testing. Yeah. And titer testing is where you're testing the amount of vaccine that is still left in the system. I believe it's done through saliva, Uh but I'm not 100% on that, but it, it lets you know where they're at with the vaccine that's left in within their system. and But vets don't recognize that. That sounds or grooming expensive, facil- too. Yeah. No, they're little kits that you go buy at feed stores. Oh. I believe. Or online. Online sells everything. <laughs> so, if you can buy a child... No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Okay, but, like, so, but people don't recognize those. They don't... So what happens when you get bit? Do you re- do you report? Because by law we are supposed to report every time we get depends bit. depends on the severity. Yeah. If it is a severe bite that I have to go to the hospital, then yes, I do believe your dog should have a mark on their little file. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's kept away in animal control. Yeah. If it's a tiny little bite, just wash it out. Throw a bandaid on it. If that, I usually don't even throw a band-aid on it. But the last time I was actually bit was so, so long ago. I got bit by a chihuahua a month ago, and the bruise finally healed. Mm. It didn't break the skin, though. I just don't even deal with it anymore. You want to look at me sideways? Go home. I'm not dealing with you. (laughs) Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Like, for nails is one thing. Muzzle. Groomer's helper. I'm not allowed to muzzle a dog. At all. We can use the groomer's helper, which helps, but 
We're not allowed to muzzle dogs. I very rarely use my muzzles, but... I use it with my Milo. I don't care if she's a smush-faced dog. I use that fucking muzzle. She needs to be tied up like Hannibal Lecter. She needs to be sedated and sent away. Put... Huh. She just looks at you and goes, Hello, Vanessa. <laughs> I sometimes get kisses out of her when she's done. She's... No, those are taste kisses to see if you're tasting good that day. Right? I don't know. I don't get her. I just... Uh, she's there. She makes me hate lots of opsos. Yeah, I only have ever done, and I currently still groom him. He is the only nice lasa opso that I have ever done. Rocky, the one with the top knot. He used to go to the other shop we worked at together. Oh, cool. Yeah, they got a new dog. She's like barely a year, and she's completely overweight. <laughs> I'm like, how is that possible? She eats all. Just tell her to take all puppy I, food told her they don't listen to me she's fatter every time she's cute she always comes out looking like little paddington bear mm. but that's cute no i've only done one nice lasa do you remember that lasa it was years ago and it's still ghost was it ghost i had to put him in the hammock and still i think he like he was like the devil i don't know if it was that dog it might have been that dog was he this? was a he was a young dog. He was unaltered, Lasa Opso, and crap. If you said his name, I would know. But he, the owner, she was this younger woman, and she was hopping from shops because the dog kept getting kicked out. We didn't know until this day. Still to this day, I hear that name floating around on like our grooming, yeah, our, our Nevada connections. Yeah, I I hear it floating around, and I'm like. Uh-uh. Was this at corporate or the shop? I had seen I had seen the dog at corporate and it was sent away, and then it went to when we were together at the private salon, and I had warned Julie about that dog, and I was like, Julie, I think this is the same dog that got kicked out of PetSmart, and she's like, Okay, you know, it, again, private salon is different, so it might have acted differently. It acted just as psycho, and she sent that dog away. And she always was like, I will take on the most evil dog. But the dog was six months at Pet, PetSmart, mm-hmm. and it was like a year and a half matted, completely matted, uh, when it came into... At that point, just tell her. Sedate your dog. We did. She had been told. She had been told, but she refuses to do it. She kept going to shop to shop. And there were also people that actually did the dog. They actually got the dog groomed. And then they would go, I, 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 fuck, if I can remember that dog's name. See, that's the problem. Don't do the dog. Send it home and then she'll start to learn. Well, see, they're not thinking. Because they're not, they're not. They're not thinking long term. Well, no, because this has been a span of over like four years now. And so some of these shops are not connected with other shops or they don't know through the grapevine. And so whatever the lady's telling them or spewing her heart out, she's probably like, oh, you know, my dog's in the room or we just moved or whatever. And I think one of the groomers, one of the shops down here on this side of town did the dog one time. And I remember her talking about this dog. And she's like, I got the dog done successfully the first time, but the second time he came in, it was like psycho. And I think somebody actually made that the lady get the dog neutered, and it was still bad after being neutered. Jesus. So. Well, because now it's already set in its ways. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. But it's definitely a demon Lhasa that's plaguing Las Vegas and Henderson. 
if I could remember his name. That super sucks. It's if I, like if I could remember his name, I would. Why would that person shout it to the want heavens. to endanger other people? That dog can end a career like because that. bitches don't think that fucking far. They're like, I just they're out of. Obviously, she's not getting her damn dog sedated and like hopping shops, so she's just thinking about herself. God, that's so frustrating. It's so frustrating because she's not thinking about her damn dog and how no. she probably needs to be doing some training. Well, because that... She probably didn't do any training at home. No. No. One... Get, I hate it. I hate to say this. I hate it. But one day, that dog is going to bite someone so fucking good, they're going to have to go to the hospital, and then I hope that groomer turn around and sues her. I hope so. You know what? I'll do the dog. <laughs> I need a settlement check. <laughs> what if the bitch is broke? I'll take her for every penny she got. You got a house? Give me that. <laughs> I'm looking. I'm in the market. <laughs> you got a nice car? I'll, I'll take that too. Right? Just, just line up your shit in your front yard and I'll just start picking it out. Yeah. <laughs> Give it to but, me. But that goes into the next thing. I want to rant. I want to rant about... Oh, about <laughs> leash wielders. A term coined by Vanessa, and I thought it was beautiful. Yeah. It was one of our... Um, you really like the dog, but you really hate the leash wielder. Yeah, that lady's a fucking leash wielder. She is. And I want to talk about English bulldog leash wielders. Yeah. I'm over it. I have one of those, too. I am over it. They don't take care of their dogs. People don't understand how much of a commitment bulldogs are. Yeah. I Okay. I've only met one family. One family. One in my entire career that has been a proper, well-to-do English bulldog owner. They have mm -hmm. owned multiple. They've had three bulldogs at one time and a French bulldog. All of those dogs get their asses baby wiped. Why? Because structurally, genetically, they cannot lick their own ass. <laughs> they can't clean themselves. <laughs> they can't. And it frustrates me because I'm seeing, okay, bulldogs have such the, they have a really cool personality. Mm -hmm. There's something about bulldogs and I can understand the, the attraction to them. Oh, they're adorable and they are just but, fun dogs personality wise. Yeah, but it's like, oh, if, okay. Oh, I don't even know how to educate people. Everybody who's ever said, I want a bulldog, I always say, no, don't do it. Don't do it. But for people who have, the people I have seen who have bulldogs, I can't stand them. Mm -hmm. I cannot stand them. Their dogs come in, they're overweight, severely overweight, not just like a little chunk. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. <laughs> they're severely overweight. Their paw pads are inflamed. They're like histamine-driven creatures that are constantly filled with yeast. They're not paying, you know... Because they're not putting them on the proper diet. They're not putting them on the proper diet. They're not doing the proper external care that they're supposed to pick up the slack for. Mm -hmm. And they somehow always own multiple of them, but like one's decrepit and like his eye is like going. And then yeah, the other one... Well, they have, they have vision problems, and a lot of them have to get, like, a particular surgery. They have to have a lot of particular surgeries. Yes. <laughs> I'm going to tell you this right now. The only dog 
owners are English bulldog owners that I, like I said, that are the AOKs. Mm-hmm. They had spent on one bulldog forty five thousand dollars. It's upwards of four grand for sure. $45,000 in the dog's lifetime. He had to have multiple surgeries to fix his eye, to fix some problems that he had, to fix some organ problems that he had. Still, externally, he had, like, the typical um, allergies. So they had to make sure once a week they gave him a bath in his medicated shampoo so that way his skin was nice, his fur was good. Mm-hmm. They had to... But- Every time he went outside... They baby wiped his pee-pee, his butt, and his paw pads. That's so sad. But they loved that dog. They loved that dog I know. so much. And, and that is what you have to do. Yeah. It's just sad that a dog can't, doesn't have the yeah. capability to do those things. Yes. And that's, have you ever seen what the bulldogs look like back in the day? Yeah. They were so cool. They it's were. completely different dogs. They were functional. Mm-hmm. And now they're not functional. And if you are not going to pick up the slack that we have created, that mm-hmm. fucking eugenics have created, that we created through selective breeding. Mm-hmm. If you are not willing to put $45,000 in the bank for just one bulldog, you shouldn't own a bulldog. And no. I can't say it enough. Like, I really just want to yell at bulldog owners, like, what are you doing to your dog? Yeah. Your dog was born suffering, will die suffering, and you can't... Mm-hmm. Get your head out of your ass for just one moment to, like, ease some of the suffering. Yep. Nope. I have a client that has two. One's an American and one's English. And the American is old. He's cancer now. Mm-hmm. Right on his head. I don't I don't think it's operable. Um, but they live. It's so sad. These, these guys are millionaires. Not even millionaires. Probably billionaires. No. Yeah. And Ooh. Ooh. they eat Beneful. Mm-hmm. They live in the laundry room with their own little dog run that's very, very small. Yeah. Um, almost the entire year. Yeah. Except for in the summer, mm-hmm. which is three months, four months. Where do they live? They go to uh, Utah and they have like a whole thing, a whole like... They get to spend in the backyard. Yeah. But while they're here, what side of town are they living in? They live in Anthem. Inside a gated community. Inside of a guard-gated community. Wait. Are they... Is one one a doctor? No. Oh, okay. No, no, no. He works... He's one of, like, the big um, CEO people for a casino. Yeah, yeah. I I did house calls in Anthem, which is a ritzy fucking neighborhood. I did a house call in, Mm -hmm. in the six million dollar home that had its own theater multiple bars had a golden staircase and everyone who visited on more than one occasion mm-hmm. would get a tour of this bathroom that's upstairs because it is plated in gold they had a bulldog an english bulldog was he taking care of at least no I know. These ones are He didn't stink because I came in every two weeks to wash them. Yeah. But... Well, when I go to the Bulldog house... They also had a Cavalier King Charles Spaniel. Oh, yeah, I remember. Yeah, she was cute, right? Oh, overweight, old. So sad. Well, this... The female, the English, she... Every time I bathe her, she's always got just green gunk all in the eyes. Yeah. And nobody pets them. 
like nobody interacts with these dogs unless right. they're doing laundry. They're not, they don't come out of the laundry room. If you're getting them as a status have, symbol, you need to make sure you have the status for it. They're Money. not a status symbol. They have like five other dogs. Ew. And they have run of the house. Yeah. The bulldogs don't. That's so sad. Literally, I spend extra time with them. Yeah. Because they don't get affection. Yeah. So I'll sit and eat my lunch with them mm-hmm. and pet them. Literally, the last time I was there, it was in tears. Because he's degrading in health. But I can't not continue to groom them. Which of goes course. against, like, all my policies. Because he has a hard time walking. Yeah. And so, but I'm like, I can't not. I can't, yeah. Because... I am the only time they get affection and get to come out and, like, spend time with someone. Yeah, and... It breaks my fucking heart. Yeah, and the bulldogs, they just... I've never had a bulldog that didn't love the bath. No. The whole process, they love it. They mm-hmm. love when you take care of them yeah. because they can't do it themselves. They can't be independent animals. <laughs> no. They and need just so, so much cute. more. Like, they're adorable dogs. I love their personalities. They're just so dumb and cute. Yeah, they're great. But I would never own one. They're well, too expensive. They're too expensive. And I can't stand with people who are in um, in my tax bracket. <laughs> when they start wanting a bulldog and they're like, oh, I got this deal for this bulldog that's only like $1,000. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking in my head, where the fuck do you get a $1,000 bulldog? You know what I mean? Yeah, because it's bad breeding. It's bad breeding, yeah. And they're like... I'm just, ugh, I'm just, ooh. Mm-hmm. It is hard. It is really hard for me to keep a straight fucking face when I've seen, I've seen the latter. I've seen good bulldog owners, and I've, and, and they were not, like, heavily educated. They were just, they knew and saw. That they couldn't do it. They couldn't do it, and they're like. They probably saw their dog struggling to lick its asshole and said, I'll yeah. lick it for you. Exactly. They would do that, for yeah. sure. That was their baby. But I'm convinced owners do not touch their dogs i'm convinced of that that their majority of the clientele do not actually put their hands on their dog i could believe that because i don't understand how a grooming group can be flooded with shit pictures that are stuck and caked onto the ass and be like but yet the dog sleeps with the owner how do you not, how do you not, <laughs> how do you not know there's shit on that fucking dog's asshole? Like, like I a under- clump, not like a little dingleberry. No, like, I'm yeah. talking about like someone sat and, or someone took the shit that the dog just shit out and squished it back onto the asshole. Right? Like, Ugh. that's what we're talking about here. Ugh, I just don't get it. And that's that's the time they come in to get their dog's groom. When there's shit on the asshole. No. They don't. No, it's caked on there. It's dried. It's been there for weeks. I know. That's <laughs> when they finally, when they finally figured out, that's when they're like, oh, I guess we should take Buffy in. Yeah. I've it's already like, slept with him 200 times on the bed, and now yeah. I'm living with shit all over me. Like, I just... I used to groom a guy's dog every month. This mm-hmm. was when I worked for a different mobile. Once a month, he was on a four-week schedule. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Every month. Every month, this dog had the sorest little butt from the shit that was caked on to its butthole. It's like no sanitary that I could do on this dog. 
I, I don't understand. It, he was a little chunky, little Maltese. That's what it was. So he couldn't clean himself. I would do the baboon butt. I'd fucking... Didn't matter. No. The poor dog, every time, would have shit. And it's like, get off your fucking ass and wipe your dog's ass. Go get a fucking wash rag. Mm-hmm. Bidet that bitch. And I would tell them. I would tell him. He was an older man. And I'd be like, you have to watch out. He, you know, be careful of the butt. It's very, very raw. And so I wasn't not telling him about what was going on with his dog. Yeah. He just... I tell them all the time with the eye, like the eye corners, mm-hmm. clean them out for fuck's sake. Clean them out. Well, how do you prevent that? You don't. You clean it. You clean it. Well, yeah, you clean it, but there's no way of stopping it. No. Like, we live in Vegas. It's dirty. Yeah. No, of course. I understand. Oh, God. I just. Take a washcloth and do it. Exactly. Periodically. If you know mm-hmm. your dog comes in and it's. They make little wipies specifically for that area. They make wipies for all sorts of areas for dogs. They make paw pad wipies that are supposed to, like, have antihistamines on them. So, like, anti-itch wipes. You can, you can use the pH, whatever. Buy it. Buy it. Come on, guys. Mm-hmm. They make even waterless face shampoo. Yeah. Get in those bulldog wrinkles. Just get it. Mm-hmm. Get Come in on, there. guys. Get in How there. do we... How do we... How do I tell people... It's so hard because I need their money, but I don't want people getting dogs anymore. (laughs) I really don't. I know. When I see families of like, it's usually like my not four weekers. It's usually like the latter part. And like they come in like once or twice a year, but they have multiple dogs. And so they're like, oh, we can't afford to come in. And I'm thinking in my head, you could afford to come in if you had one dog. Yep. Can't you just wait till one dog dies before you get another one? And this thing, hmm, people get dogs to be friends with other dogs. But my, but you can go out and make doggy friends. I mean, it's nice to have a companion, but if you can't yeah. afford it, go out and find the cheaper route. Take your dog to a dog park. You Take your friend, dog on a you walk. you have one friend that, that has, has a dog. dog. Everyone has dogs. Yeah. Las Vegas is one of, like, the dog... The f- pet friendliest. I think it was, like, in the top ten yeah. in this article. We were, like, up there for the best dog-friendly cities. Exactly. There's... You can take dogs to fucking Ross, TJ Maxx, mm-hmm. Victoria's Secrets. You could take a... I think that one's only specific to Town Square. Town Square, you can bring your dog in almost yeah, every store. Yeah, downtown Summerland, all of them. Yeah. Yeah, there's restaurants where they have little outside spots mm-hmm. for doggies. And it's not just, it's most, you know, in <sighs> those areas, in those districts, it's most restaurants you can take your dog to. They have yeah. patios. Exactly. Like, you can socialize your dog. You can have... Not just that, you can socialize with other people's dogs if you don't have a dog. You can be like, oh, can I pet your doggie? I can't afford one. Yeah, pet, I do pet, it all pet. the time. Pet, 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 pet. I can't afford my standard, black standard poodle. I can't afford that. Yeah. I know I have to wait for a couple of my animals to go in order to be able to get. I just have to wait till my daughter is a toddler. Yeah. You know. Well, because you're smart. You only have one animal. Well, I had three. And then it. And then I also have a snake, which I want to get rid of. Not because I don't like snakes. It's just. My husband. It's a little bit of a different maintenance. <sighs> It just bothers me. I don't like collect... I have a problem when it comes to collecting animals. Now, this is just me personally, and there's people who are no, just like... No, I don't like collecting... Collectors either. It it 
for some reason, it bothers me. And I know, like, if somebody's not collecting these animals, they're just being produced and blah, blah, blah. I just don't know when the system stops. Yeah. You know? So. My neighbor does it. I love him. I love them. They're great people. But he's a collector. He's got He, I think now. I wanted a tarantula, too. He's got, like, two or three tarantulas. He's got. How are they? Like, how do you know they're having a happy life? Like, you don't. With a dog, you know. Because, or cat. They show you. Yeah, they show you. With, By, like, with a tail, the look in their eyes, their, their ears, health, their body language, yeah. their health. But those little ones that are just... Like snakes, I'm like... Lizards, like how do you know? Like they're living for like a hundred years in captivity, which sounds good, but they can't go anywhere else. They can't go explore and hunt birds and yeah. they can't be... I don't they're know. They're a little confined. I have a hard time with fish, too. Fish... Well, I kill fish. Yeah, I kill fish, and I realize that a lot of people kill fish, so... Well, the goldfish, you know, you're taught that they only have, a life, like, a the memory for, like, 30 seconds, which isn't, I guess it's not true, mm-hmm. and that they don't live for very long. That's not true. Yeah, they can they live, live for, like, ever. Hundreds of years, I believe. It's And they grow, and they just don't they survive. Big. Yeah, they just constantly grow. They're just... And then they die in 30 days. I can't. Oh my god. I'm so- I have I've stopped buying plants because of that reason too because I'm a murderer. I murder plants. I like plants cuz they purify your air. They do, but it's not fair to keep subjecting these plants to myself because I think we're digressing from the actual topic of living animals are. that are living <laughs> subpar lives, I especially know. when they have rich parents. The only animals that I haven't killed yet are cats and dogs. Don't talk about birds. <laughs> birds do not... I won't touch one because I have bad juju. That bird will die in three days if I touch it. Yeah. It just is what it is. On No, actually, I take that back. If I touch your bird, it dies on my birthday. That's when all my birds died. I do dig birds, though. They're amazing. I loved them I feel really up. bad, though, but I think they're so cool, and they're, they, you can really love on them. Yeah. Those are... Those are those take professionals. Like, I feel like a professional person with, like, who know, has a huge knowledge of birds can yeah. really... Again, I don't believe in collecting animals just because they're beautiful or it sounds nice to have mm-hmm. because yeah, it drives me fucking nuts. I have... Ugh, and I have... I hate the bleeding hearts, too. Because I have bleeding hearts that are constantly surfing the, the rescues and... Oh, man, when they think they're doing good, but yet they're actually doing more harm. You know? But then they're like, oh, this this dog needs to be rescued. And I'm like, they all need to be rescued, sweetie. I know that. There's only so much I can do. I am a grooming facility. Yeah. And so they're, like, trying to, like, bring you in and trying to get you get you to adopt all the dogs. And I'm like, I'm sorry, I can't do and it. Then and they're, they're like, like, well, well you're have, an asshole. <laughs> I have, like, nine animals, and I can't do it anymore. And my house is, like, wrecked. And I'm like... I can't afford it. Or they tell me that they can't afford my grooming because, you know, their dog... It, but then they make you try to make you feel guilty. Well, my dog looks homeless. You shouldn't have ten animals. Like, I don't know what to tell you. Yep. So, guys, what do I say? You don't how, say anything. How do I tell people to stop getting dogs? Uh, you can't. Like, how do you get... How do you talk to your clients on... Because anytime they ask me for advice... I just tell them flat out, no, don't do it. Or it's, I don't recommend it. 
And then when I give them the right advice, like, when I tell them how to, like... Because I used to be a dog trainer. And I... I would have even my good friends, like, ask me, you know, for training advice. Free training advice, right? She's looking at me, guys. <laughs> and you would do it, though. But, yeah. like, I would have, like, good friends of mine give you know, wanting good training advice. And they're like, oh, I can't get my dog to stop peeing in the house. And I'll tell them every single step yeah. on how not to get your dog to pee in the house. And they wouldn't listen to me. Or they'd be like, that's too complicated. Mm-hmm. And what do I say? I tell them, well, why did you get a dog? Yeah. How do I tell that to clients? Like, oh, I can't afford your grooming prices, but I really like you, but I have too many dogs. Then go to a cheaper facility. There's nothing you can say. No is a one-word sentence. Yeah. It's a complete sentence. No means no. Yeah. Just had a client that I used to groom for years. She was kind of in and out. Yeah. But she'd always come back. Yeah. She'd either be grooming the dogs herself mm-hmm. or I was grooming her dogs. Mm-hmm. So then she, I hadn't heard from her in a long time. You know, like years, several years. And she finally hit me up on my personal cell phone. And she's like, are you still grooming? I said, yes. I gave her my information to talk to my assistant. She, my assistant, texted me saying she's asking for a multi-dog discount. Yeah. Because she has, like, over five dogs. Yeah. And. I had a lady was talking about, uh, continue with your story, but mm-hmm. I'll tell you about this and older woman. she, my assistant goes, she's asking for a multi-dog discount. LOL. Knowing full well what I'm going to say is. That's not my problem. Like, no, we don't... All I, I'm pretty sure this is all she said. She just says, no, we don't offer multi-dog discounts, unfortunately. This is the price. It's... Would you... You either book or you don't book. I know. I just want them to feel it, though. That is feeling it. No, I want them to feel it harder. Oh. Because they don't <laughs> stop their ways. They don't. And that's not our job. Yeah, I had a lady... She kind of, I came in on a day, I was just actually picking up my stuff. Um, So I wasn't actually opening up my shop, but she was asking me about prices and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And I told her my price, and she was telling me that one of the mobiles was charging her only 60, I say only, but they were charging her $65 a dog. And I was like, yeah, that's about right for mobile. It could go a little higher. And she's like, that's just too high. They're little dogs. They're just getting shaved down. Okay, well, that's still a lot of work. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and she's like, I can't afford it, you know, with three dogs. And I'm like, um, she's like, yeah, they don't give a discount for, like, you know, it's the same home. It's just, they're all getting, they're all little and they're. Well, it's the same price for she all kept, three dogs at yeah, the salon. She's, she's, yeah, she's keeping, she keeps arguing about it. And I'm like, oh, well, that's just kind of how it is, you know, like, that's just how it is. And she's like, well, what are your prices? And she looked, I told her our prices, but they weren't what she wanted to hear. You know, mm-hmm. and I really want, I really want to, I really want to tell them, like, stop getting dogs. <laughs> yeah. Stop getting dogs. There are some groomers that will say that. You can become that person. I'm going to have to. And it's going to be part of my New Year's resolution. New Year's resolutions. Yeah. yeah. No. So, yeah, English Bulldogs. <laughs> that was a long... <laughs> the English Bulldogs. I'm sorry, I had to. I just had so many English Bulldogs this past week, and it was so frustrating, and just, like, my throat was closing with all of, like, the words I was biting down, muscling down. Yeah, clients are hard. You either have angels or you don't. Yeah. You know? Yeah. 
But uh, for New Year's resolutions, do you have any? Um, basically be a bitchier person. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, be a little bit more assertive mm-hmm. in my policies. I don't want to be um, a policy Nazi because that could be problematic, but I want to be a little bit more assertive. Um, and also, I want to start the process of getting a, a master's groomer. Um, but I don't know where to start. I kind of do. I mean, whenever you go to like Super Zoo, there's always people saying, oh, you can get your master grooming cert- uh, certification and this yeah. is what you have to do. But I really need to talk to some people and see yeah. where they've been and how their experience was. So if you guys have any advice, that's really where I want to. I just really want to focus on mastering my craft, especially if I don't have the opportunity right now to just go ball out, you know. Yeah. And, do a million dogs at one time. Still stuck at home being a mama sometimes. <laughs> Might as well study. Ain't nothing wrong with that. No, there's not. Um, I have... <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I have some crazy resolutions. Will I do them all in 2020? I do want to be healthier. There you go. I can help you with that. I used to remember I used to be healthy mm-hmm. before I had kids. Yeah. Yeah, I want to go back to that. <laughs> um, I have let's see I have like a lot a list this is actually my first year in several years that I have a new year's resolution because they don't last they don't but if you make it like easy not necessarily easy but like if they're hard but you know you can do it like you you're old enough to know what you can and cannot do now yeah so it's not like when you're like 20 years old like I'm gonna stop drinking this year (laughs) (laughs) I never had that resolution and even when my trainer says Vanessa you should cut down on the drinking I say "Mm, who do you think you're talking to I ain't pregnant right I'm not pregnant yet and I don't have to stop drinking so moving on to the next thing you want me to cut out (laughs) um but so it all has to do with my business my new year's resolution I want to well kind of I want to start taking myself seriously. And I have a fear of succeeding. I have that fear of success. So I want to take my business serious. I never thought you weren't, though. I was not. I just kind of was like, whatever happens, happens, you know? Well, I mean, (laughs) you still found a fair amount of success with just letting whatever happens. Yeah, but I had to kind of corner myself mentally yeah and make me pick something either I was going to do it or not do it yeah and so I've decided I want to actually expand but I need to kind of add a little bit more hustle to what I'm doing so we're gonna do like a new business plan and go from there so probably a little late in the game but I wanted to start the process in 2020 so we'll do a new business plan see if I need to do a price increase and then we'll do a price increase if I need to we're going to be doing some a lot more advertising than I've ever done because I've never done any so we'll do some advertising and I have a guy here locally Mm -hmm. that I found and he works on my trailer um so it's not that other guy it's a new guy. His wife is actually... No, no, no. You yeah. were telling me yeah, about him, that he, he does his own build-outs and stuff. Yeah. And he... Mm. Uh, that's why I was, And he's affordable. He's doing... Um, charities? I, charities, yeah. yeah. I gave her his information, yeah. thinking that she just needed help, but he's building it out 
for like 10 to 15. That's a huge bus too. It's a huge fucking bus. It's probably, she's probably going to do so well. Yeah. And I told, and I asked him kind of like just in passing, like he's like, I can make it as nice as you want or I can make it as shitty as you want. I want it nice. I want it nice. So, you know, the price will differentiate there. Mm -hmm. So I want to have four groomers and I don't want to groom anymore unless someone's sick or work if one of the vans, because I decided on going with a van which I, I don't want to do, but not a lot of groomers want to learn how to haul, which is fine. So and you don't want to have to carry that insurance for want because it's insur- still all the same insurance. Okay. It's not higher because it's you're hauling something. No. Okay. Because the trailer is a completely different insurance. It's still under the business, but the it's so minute. Oh, okay. Um, but and then have the trailer as backup. So if a van does go down, Mm -hmm. I can get behind the wheel and haul for my groomer. So you're going to do like a new van shell and then build it out? Used. We're going to try and find a used van um, and go from there if we need to make changes. Or buying a new hollowed out used van and doing it ourselves. Yeah. Then that would work. This is the area to do that. There's so many Mm -hmm. companies that are... You know, selling, reselling, used. and making um, new. So that we have, mm-hmm. we have. There's the auction house. There's the auction house. There's also all of these small industrial areas that are like building out, um, or just like selling the vans and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So yeah, no, it's a good spot for it. And then um, I want to do more with shit on the table. I want to get that going. We have been seeing some good progress. Yeah. So I kind of want to keep that going. Gotta and get serious. Yeah. I just don't know. I don't know how to do that yet because this is new territory. This, this is, is not. New. This is not grooming. No. Like the. Um, what is it called? Like the background of it. It's not grooming. Yeah. So it's more of an entertainment yeah. style. And, like, so you kind of have to get in the mindset of an, inter- like, inter- entertainment company or group or whatever. Yeah. And but here's the caveat. Are you going to be taking this, are you going to push it so far to the point where you don't want to do it as therapy anymore and as fun? Um. No, because I think I'll always have fun. Okay. Is so, it because I'm here? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> no, like, I'm, as much as I hate people, I'm also a people pleaser. And so I'm, like, seeing all this positive feedback that we're getting, which I'm waiting for the negative. I'm waiting for that other shoe to drop because you don't succeed. We've had negative Have before. We? Yeah, I remember that one girl was, like, complaining about us or something. I don't remember. It was, like, the first weekend we, sh- like, shot mm. our shit. What'd she say? She had a live on us. Oh, no. I think that was um, coincidental. Oh, okay. Yeah. I think it was a little coincidental. So, because even then, Maria Quindo had a little segment on that, too. Yeah. And I don't know if Mary thinks this way about me. I think she listens to the podcast. But I do look up to her, and I kind of see her. She helped me out recently again. Yeah. So, I kind of see her as a friend. I don't know if she would think that way about me. But, you know. Yeah. So, it's kind of nice to have that connection. Mm-hmm. She helped me out with my newsletter <laughs> that I'm going to be doing. That's cool. For the business. But, so, yeah. So, I have to figure out how to do shit on the table. We do have some cool stuff planned, though, for January. So. 
that'll be fun. That's cool. Yeah. How do you not remember? We had a <laughs> meeting and everything. Did we? <laughs> yes. You couldn't make it. It was at Starbucks. We phone chatted. Oh, yeah. I'm drinking too much. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I honestly want to get serious about everything. Because it's hard. It's really hard to balance, especially for me personally, because I am... I have such bad ADD, and so it's hard for me to focus on anything half yeah. the time. But um, my daughter's at that age where she's becoming a little bit more independent, and, like, my life is is just kind of falling apart. But not in a negative sense. It's just kind of like things aren't working out. So, like, I have to make different plans. So that means I just have to restructure myself again, which I don't have a problem with. Yeah. It's just life. That's how it is. So I really honestly see myself structuring it to the point where it's like, this is where it's dedicated. Yeah. Business, shit on the table, entertainment, therapy, blah, blah, blah. So I guess it's all, it kind of all goes into like healthy. Because when you have a healthy yeah. work life, healthy. Well, you know, it didn't start off that way for me. Because when I did start the business, I was not in the same mental place that I am now. I have a lot healthier. You're out of desperation to get out of your situation. Not just that. Yeah. You know, I am at, just my brain is, I think, rewired itself differently. Yeah. And I think that has to do with the working out, the eating better. Yeah. And focusing a lot more on myself. Mm -hmm. And I also think I need to take my mind off of other things that are happening in my personal life. Yeah. So... That could be bad, too. That could be really bad. Because <laughs> you, don't, you don't want things to be a crush, especially when it just, it's, It's like, not. I don't see it as a crush. It's more as I'm just deep, like, deep diving so that just in case my other things don't pull through. Yeah. Then I still at least have this baby. Yeah. You know what I mean? I have these yeah. two babies. Yeah. You know? And so, like, I think that's just what's happening is I put my life on hold for a certain amount of time. Yeah. Thinking that something was going to happen quickly because I worked so hard and then it didn't. And now I'm like at this odd place mm -hmm. where it's still not happening. Yeah. So then it's like, well, what the fuck am I waiting for? Like, why can't I grow the business? Like, why is the business on hold? Exactly. You know? So. Especially if you're seeing it. If you're seeing it grow. Yeah. If you're seeing it grow, you're feeling the growth. You can't mm -hmm. just... So just dive in. Yeah. Might as well just see what happens. And then work out the kinks later. Kink. So. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. So that's kind of like my New Year's resolution is just taking everything a little bit more serious than what I am. Good. Yeah. It's really hard for me to do that. Yeah. But I think it goes side to side for me. Side by side with being healthy. Mm-hmm. So. <clears throat> yeah. Well, like... I was at that headspace, too. It's just, like, a different headspace. I, mine was not really a headspace. It's, like, my headspace is all over the place no matter what. Mm -hmm. But it's just, like, situational. Like, situ my situ my personal life situation is all Always, kinds of crazy. Yeah, it's constantly changing. You know, so... It's well, your life just doesn't have anything consistent in it. Ever. No, it doesn't. No, it doesn't because there's always a new venture or there's just, you know, financial situation, personal situation that's happening, you know, not even to my fault. Yeah. 
No, it you know, happens to you. Yeah, right? It doesn't happen, it, like, I, you're not actually doing it most yeah, of the it's time. Like, it's like situations where my car breaks down on the way to my grandfather's funeral kind of thing. Like, yeah. it just kind of hits you where it hurts. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. So, yeah, no, it's just working my way on up, man. It's hard. Kids push you back a little bit. Yes and no. I think if I do ever end up pregnant... They're just going to have to fit in. <laughs> but you I also, say that now. I also have a, a complete village here, though. You do. And I do, too. So that's why it's not as... I don't I don't want to say it's not hard for me, but my kids are just so much cooler <laughs> <laughs> yeah. than other people's kids. And that is because I have a huge support system. I have a lot of friends that like my kids. Mm-hmm. You know, my husband's pretty cool, so he's mm-hmm. pretty good with the kids. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. So I'll take advantage of that support system that I have. Yeah. Yeah. I, I like how you, like, looked at me and you're like, just so you know, and looked away. <laughs> like, can't put no. her on the spot. <laughs> my stepmom, or my mom, she has, she does have, like, a full-time job, so. Yeah. Um, I'll use that up. I use my mom up, too. Shit. <laughs> they like you take it. my daughter on dates. I do. Yeah. She loves her little Auntie Vanessa dates. I know. They're so fun. Yeah. Because she's so good. She is so good. My child is so good, guys. She just like, I don't know. I can't describe it. Just kind of like a little person. She is. Yeah. She's not a child. She's a child when she wants, when she doesn't want to go to bed. She full on has conversations with you. Mm Mm-hmm. And like conversations that make sense. It's kind of disturbing (laughs) on a certain (laughs) level because usually kids talk about nonsense. She does talk about nonsense, but she, I I just, it's weird. I don't know. I just roll with it. I I don't know. It it goes into, she's just a cool kid. Yeah. But I think, did we have another topic? I don't remember. No, that was it. That was it. Well, we have a story. Um, I think she said we could use her name because she emailed back with her name. But your email already had your name on it because your email came up as your name. Do you want to read it? Do you want me to read it? Go ahead. Okay. It's a long, kind of not, it's kind of long, kind of. Let me see. Okay. So it says, hi, Vanessa squared. So I tried doing that. She did the Vanessa with the two, like the squared. By the way, my husband says that every time he drops me off here. He says Vanessa squared. Yeah, he says you and Vanessa, uh, go have fun, Vanessa squared. <laughs> I love it. Why didn't we think of this before? Oh, I told I told him when you came up with the concept, he was like, that's the cutest thing I've ever heard. Yeah. It's disgusting. <laughs> well, we're so much, like, alike. Yeah. It's disgusting. Which I think we should twinsies more often. Like I'm all clothes. about that. No, you weren't. You're like that now, but in the beginning, you were like, give me side eye, like Vanessa, really. First of all, we did it unbeknownst to each other, okay? <laughs> we do it unbeknownst all the time. Like that one day I came up, and you just got a haircut, and I just got a haircut. It's the we're like, same thing. You're like, did we just get the same haircut? We're like, yeah. <laughs> it's literally <laughs> the same haircut. <laughs> but then we went to Super Zoo one year in the coffee place. We always try and find, like, free booze, free drinks, free stuff. Yeah. And so... We went up. She ordered a coffee. I was looking at something, wasn't paying attention. So then she goes and sits down. I go and order my coffee. Vanessa's not paying attention either. 
And then they call our coffees and we both kind of get up at the same time because... That girl was so confused, too, after she said the second coffee. Yeah. We ordered the same damn coffee without coordinating it. No. Nope. Okay. So this story is from Sierra. I love that name. Um, Sierra. Like, it's spelled the same way as the singer Sierra. Who? Sierra. Um, Oh, C-I-A-R-R-A. Level Up Sierra. Mm -hmm. I love her. I do, too. Um... We gotta level up yeah, this year. We do. We're gonna level up so hard. Level up. Level up. <laughs> up. Alright. Hope you ladies are still doing the podcast because I love, 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 love it. But anyways, I'll tell you about when I was still in the corporate private grooming world. Now I have been running my own mobile grooming business for over a year. Get it. I was helping my friend who is now a co-founder of my business <laughs> with her wiggly dog. She needed help finishing his face because he kept twitching every time she moved her scissors. Apparently, I was the go-to person in my salon to handle the difficult dogs, so I went over to her table, grabbed his face, and started grooming like I normally would do. He was becoming a little calmer. I get around to his muzzle, and I'm holding his mouth tight. As I start closing my scissors shut, he somehow managed to lick his tongue out, or stick his tongue out, and it gets sliced. He's bleeding a lot, and I try to stop the bleeding by having him drink water. It slows the bleeding down, and then a co-worker of mine told me that sugar would stop the bleeding. I put that on his tongue, and it didn't stop. Procedure is to take the dog to Banfield. Since I wasn't, since it wasn't my dog, my friend took him. He was fine until the pet parent got there. He was bleeding all over the place, and of course, they put the name on social media. Hmm. <sighs> on one of the dog group pages, but it passed and eventually I went to a private shop after the corporate salon. My first month there, I see a dog that looked just like the dog whose tongue I cut. And what do you know? It was the old lizard tongue. (laughs) Oh my God. I looked at my boss at the time and he said, nope, not grooming that dog. The reason his tongue looks like that is because of me. LOL, someone else went to groom this dog and then they came to me and said, no wonder why you cut the dog's tongue. He's a dick. I almost cut his damn nose. Oh, my God. I hope you like this lady and keep up the great work. It's nice to hear familiar stories. It's like I'm back in my old salon listening to my friends' stories. Being by myself most days can be a little lonely, but when I listen to podcasts like yours, it makes my day go faster. Oh, we're going to be talking shit for days. (laughs) Right? That makes me tear up. I really... (laughs) We should have used this one as an actual topic because I have so many things. Do you remember Raider? No. Yes, you do, because you cut its tongue. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) It's when we worked at PetSmart, Uh and he was, like, this black... He was this gray, like, Yorkie poo, um, Pomeranian poo, something like that. He... Yeah. The guy used to hit on you all the time. He was, like, an industry worker, and he's always trying to get you to come to his club. His dog's name was Raider. God, I don't... There were so many people trying to get me. You cut his tongue twice. I don't... He kept coming to you... Because the dog kept kissing. The dog was a kisser. He uh-huh. was constantly licking. So yeah. you cut his tongue twice. And it never went to Banfield. I think it went to Banfield maybe once. Yeah. Right? You left. He was still looking for you. He scheduled with me thinking I was you. Yeah. I cut his tongue too. Oh my God. And he, the guy knows that his dog is constantly licking. Yeah. And so I guess because of how many times you cut his tongue... 
Did they have to cut it off? No. Why would they cut oh, off his tongue? I'm like, oh my god. He, he just. That's why the owner was just kind of like, it happens. God, I don't remember. Yeah, you would nick the side of it because he constantly licked. He was like a Pomeranian Shih Tzu mix. He was great. He had these big floppy ears. Big ears. The ears were so big. And his name was Raider. I remember that. <laughs> I don't. Because <laughs> I thought you would have taken that dog because like, he kept coming back to you no matter how many times you cut that fucking dog's tongue. That's fucking horrible. I don't remember. Damn. But I remember uh, one of the groomers who cut a tongue for a first time. That I, was the first time I cut a tongue, too. It was with that dog. Did you cry? No, I don't cry. This chick cried. I don't like, sobbing. Because it was a golden retriever, and he's just looking everywhere. And, like, blood is flying. <laughs> they bleed so much. They do, and she started breaking down. And we were trying to keep the situation contained because the lobby was full of customers. And she's just flipping out and I'm just like yo. There's like Texas Chainsaw Massacre going just, on in the back. Yeah. yeah. What I do for tongues is because you don't want to do sugar because sugar if you don't know that the dog is diabetic could be a bad thing. So I've heard um, black tea in the bag specifically. I think it's the tea bag that actually that does it. Yeah. Does it. Um, placing that on the tongue helps. I just let it happen. Just, yeah. I just let it bleed out and fix wherever well, the blood goes. Yeah. And I c- keep the mouth shut. Yeah. It stops. Yeah. It heals up pretty quick. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've never done lizard tongue cut. It's more like little nicks here a little and there, nick, like a yeah. little slice. Yeah. Yeah. So that one's a little intense, but it's hilarious. I mean, I feel bad for the dog, but... I do, too. <laughs> Most of the time, they don't even, like, flinch when you cut their tongue, though. Or their paws. Yeah. It's like... Their nothing. paws, their tongues, like like around the eyes, their ears. They just bleed so much. Yeah, they're vascular. <sighs> but yeah, so I hope everybody has an amazing new year. Be safe. Be safe out there. Don't drink and drive. No drinking and driving. Like, don't do it. Never. You have to worry about other people's family on the road, too. Yeah. And always send in your stories to... Wear a condom. <laughs> wear a condom. Definitely wear a condom. If you're not, like, in a monogamous relationship... We don't need to go with that much detail. We're just trying to make it funny. <laughs> that should be your news religion is wear a condom. But anyways, um, sub- submit your stories, all of your stories, to groomerhumor at gmail.com. Follow us uh, at Vanessa Squared and Shit on the Table on Instagram. Shit on the Table also has a Facebook group or group Facebook page. Um, and our business pages are also on our Instagram. If you um, like me, I like you back. I do not because... You're never on your that page? No. Um, the more followers you have, I guess the better it looks and the less following... Is better, I guess. I don't we'll know. We'll stop following the bogus people and follow our friends here on Shit on the Table. Right? Yeah, just follow us. Follow <laughs> us at Shit on the Table. Um, you can listen to us on Google Play, um, Spotify, and iTunes. Rate us there. Um, give us, tell us whatever you want to say, I guess, if you do rate us. Yeah. And share us. You can share us. I always see. I did see two 
cute little comments because in the mobile grooming group, people are always asking about podcasts. Mm-hmm. And Taylor always puts us out there. I love Taylor. She's cool. She is pretty cool. Um, and then another chick had posted to listen to us too that I never heard of. So I thought that was really cool. I do pay attention. I see you guys out there. Yeah. I love it. We love you. Have a good New Year. Bye.